you have your Bibles this morning, we're open to Psalms 23. We're going to continue there this week. Is there anybody here dealing with stress? I'm looking out, I see a lot of people who are stressed and nowhere to go. It's a problem, right? I was reading about how it's such a problem for pastors across our country. In an LA Times article, uh, psychologist Richard Blackman said this, Pastors are the single most occupationally frustrated group in America. 75% of pastors go through a period of stress so great they consider quitting ministry. And 40% actually do. Incidents of mental breakdowns are so high, insurance companies will charge 4% extra to cover church staff members compared to employees in other professions. A study by the Fuller Institute of Church Growth found 50% of pastors feel unable to meet the needs of the job. 75% report a significant stress-related crisis at least once in their ministry. And 33% say being in ministry is hazardous to their families. Stress affects us all. You know, somebody took Psalms 23 and they turned it into a bit of poetry. It describes the problems we have with stress and worry and deadlines. It says this, The clock is my dictator, I shall not rest. It makes me lie down only when exhausted. It leads me to deep depression. It hounds my soul. It leads me in circles of frenzy for activity's sake. Even though I run frantically from task to task, I will never get it all done. For my ideal is with me. Deadlines and my need for approval, they drive me. They demand performance from me beyond the limits of my schedule. They anoint my head with migraines. My end basket overflows. Surely fatigue and time pressure shall follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the bounds of frustration forever. You know, stress is robbing us of rest. And that lack of rest is increasing our stress. And many of us are caught in this cycle of physical, emotional, spiritual fatigue, and it never seems to end. But there's a solution. There's a bridge over troubled waters, if you will. When we allow Christ to become our shepherd, when we follow Him as one of His sheep, here's what He promises. Psalms 23, verse 2. He makes us lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. Tucked away in this verse are three secrets on how to handle the problems of stress, how to get the type of rest that our body and soul and spirit truly need. See, first we rest in the presence of the Lord. See, the first thing the shepherd does for the sheep, he makes them lie down. Again, to understand this verse, we need to understand what the shepherd does for the sheep. See, sheep begin to graze and feed about 4 o'clock in the morning. And by 10 o'clock in the morning, they're hot, they're tired, they're thirsty. And sheep cannot drink when they're hot, nor when their stomach is filled with undigested grass. So the shepherd has to make them lie down and rest. Now, sheep don't want to lie down, right? They're, they're like children. They're like toddlers. And you know toddlers, they, they don't want to sit. They don't want to rest. That resistance to rest, that's a mark of immaturity. 
But the shepherd knows the sheep must lie down. They have to make time for rest. They have to make time for peace and quiet. And so the first thing the shepherd leads the sheep to do is rest. You know, normally we wake up in the morning, what do we do? The first thing, we're getting ready for work. We're getting ready to go. And, and then we go to work. And we work until we're tired. And it's only when we're tired that, that that's when we rest. But the Lord wants us to rest before we go to work. And that rest is when you lie down in the presence of the shepherd. When you take time to be with the shepherd. When you enjoy fellowship with the shepherd. Ecclesiastes 3.13 And also that every man should eat and drink and enjoy the good of all his labor. It is the gift of God. God wants us to enjoy what we work for. But we can be trying so hard to get more that we don't enjoy what we've got. I mean, one of the reasons we have such stress is we have this massive desire to acquire Right? We are so busy trying to keep up with the Joneses and we don't realize they've just refinanced or filed bankruptcy. <laughs> we have to take time to smell the roses. Right? That, that's a biblical theory. See, a shepherd knows that even sheep have to take a break. And so should you. One lady who called her pastor Monday morning, he didn't answer. And she called a little later in the day and he didn't answer. And she called again and he didn't answer. And he called again and he didn't answer. <clears throat> and the next morning she called him and he picked up. And she said she was very upset. She said, I called you all day yesterday and you never answered. He said, well, Monday is my day off. She said, well, the devil never takes a day off. He said, no. And if I don't take a day off, I'll be just like him. <laughs> we need rest. You know, I learned something about sheep. Sheep do not graze when they lie down. They rest. And that's when they chew on what they've already eaten. See, the amazing thing is, while they're lying there, while they're digesting their meal, that is a critical time for the sheep because it's been proven that their wool grows faster and their body grows strongest during that quiet time. See, don't miss the importance of that. The reason why God wants you to rest before you work is because you will grow faster and you will get stronger in the times that you spend in the presence of the shepherd more than any other time during the day. That's why God sometimes makes us lie down. Dr. Jerry Vines was out jogging on Labor Day and he was attacked by a dog and fell back and broke his wrist. And because of that, he had to cancel a few of his speaking engagements and just stay home. And he said even though it was painful, he realized God forced him to get off the road to spend more time with him. And he already saw it as a great blessing. Sometimes that might be what God does for you. He allows sickness or fatigue or circumstances to force you to lie down and spend time with him. Because the first step to handling that stress is to realize you must rest in the presence of the Lord. And then you must rely on the provisions of the Lord. See, the shepherd not only makes the sheep lie down, notice he makes them lie down in green pastures. Or pastures of tender grass. Now obviously, this not only refers to the rest of the sheep, it, it refers to the food of the sheep because that's what the sheep eat, right? They eat grass. 
Well, our shepherd has food for his sheep. And that food is the word of God. In Jeremiah 15, 16, Your words were found and I ate them, and your word was to me the joy and rejoicing of my heart. Psalms 119, 103, How sweet are your words to my taste, sweeter than honey to my mouth. See, the reason this text talks about tender grass and green pastures is there's some grass that is inferior to others. Right? There's some grass that make the sheep sick. There's other grass called goat grass and that gives them indigestion. But a good shepherd leads his sheep to the best grass. And God does that for us when he gives us his word. Ezekiel 34, 14. I will feed them in good pasture. And their fold shall be in the high mountains of Israel. There they shall lie down in good fold and feed in rich pasture on the mountains of Israel. I will feed my flock and I will make them lie down, says the Lord God. See, did you know sheep only lie down when they are fully satisfied? When their stomachs are full? They only lie down when they're shade and they're not too hot. They only lie down when they're shelter and they're out of the rain. They only lie down when they're safety and they're not fearing other animals. And all of these things are given to them by the shepherd. The reason the sheep lie down is because they know they have everything they need. The Bible tells us we have everything we need. Ephesians 1.3 Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. Through Jesus, we have got every spiritual blessing we need. I think there are times we spend time asking God to give us new blessings. But we ought to be thanking God for the old blessings, which is everything we need. You need to be satisfied in our heart and our soul knowing that just like the shepherd provides for the sheep, God provides for me and you. He will meet your needs. That is the great stress reliever. And then third, be refreshed with the peace of the Lord. Right? He said, He leads me beside still waters. Literally, the Hebrew says, the waters of quietness. Now, Palestine doesn't have a lot of lush meadow. They're a very dry, rocky, barren, hot climate. Between March and October, there's virtually no rain and so the heat scorches the grass and the water holes dry up but the sheep have to be fed they have to be led to sources of water and every good shepherd knows how important it is to lead the sheep to places of rest because without him they don't rest they don't find good grass they don't find clean water see that's vitally important the body of a sheep is 70 percent water and they need that And sheep that get thirsty, they get restless and they'll lie down and they'll search for water and if they're not properly led, they'll drink from polluted holes and dirty streams and pick up parasites and germs that can make them sick or even kill them. But these water also have to be quiet because sheep won't drink from turbulent streams, only from still waters because they're afraid of drowning. And the only way they drink is when the water is quiet and still. So just as the grass speaks about God's Word, this water speaks of God's Spirit. 
John 7, 37, Jesus said, On the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out, saying, If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the Scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. But this he spoke concerning the Spirit, whom those believing in him would receive. Do you remember in Scripture, Jesus looked out at the multitudes, and what did he say? They were like sheep without a shepherd. He saw so many sheep wandering, lost, eating poisonous grass, drinking from polluted streams. Just like today. Right? We have people who are drinking the waters of drugs and money and fame and alcohol, and, and yet they are never satisfied. But Jesus said in John 4, whoever drinks of the water I give him will never thirst. But the water I shall give him will become in him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life. See, when sheep lie down in green grass and they're lying beside a still stream, they're in the height of their quiet time. It's when they're peaceful. It's when they're growing. It's when they get strength for the journey. If sheep don't eat and if they don't drink and if they don't rest, they die. Right? Every shepherd wants his sheep to be strong and healthy. And the good shepherd, Jesus, is no different. When we enter into his green pastures, when we feed on his word, when we get beside the still waters and drink from his spirit, we are refreshed with his peace. Someone said life is like a symphony. And in any symphony, there are movements of music, but there are also movements of silence. A symphony is sound followed by pauses. That's why God makes us lie down in green pastures and the green grass of His Word. It's why He leads us to the quiet waters of His Spirit. It's so that we don't grind the starter till the battery's dead, that we don't run the engine till the tank is dry. So let me just give you three simple words to help remember on how to get to that bridge that crosses the troubled waters. The first word is stop. Stop every earthly activity you're doing and go to a quiet place and get alone. Second is look. Open up the green grass of God's Word and let Him speak to you, giving you strength for the journey. And third is listen. Take time to hear His voice. Take time in prayer to speak to Him and let Him speak to you. In the jungles of Africa, there was a traveler making a long trek. And he had engaged the natives from one tribe to help carry his load. Well, the first day, they marched rapidly and they went very far, much farther than anticipated. And the traveler had high hopes that the journey would be completed much quicker than he thought. But the next morning, these jungle tribesmen refused to move. For some reason, they just sat and ate and drank and rested. And so we asked the leader of the tribe why they wouldn't get up, why they wouldn't go to work. And he said, well, they went too fast yesterday. And we are now waiting for our souls to catch up to our bodies. See, when you allow the shepherd, Jesus, to make you lie down in the green grass of his word, to lead you beside the waters of his spirit, while others are drowning in the seas of difficulty, you're standing on the bridge over troubled water. So is that what you need? 
You need to allow Jesus to make you lie down in his word, to lead you beside his spirit. Do you need to find rest in him? Because step one is surrendering your life to him, surrendering your will and your desires to him. If that's what you need to do this morning, I invite you to come. Come by the church and talk to me. Call me, text me. Make this the first step in finding that true peace and that true rest that is only found in the Good Shepherd, our Savior, Jesus. Would you pray with me? Father God, we thank You that You lead us. We thank You that we can find rest in You. We thank You most of all that You provide everything we need. So Lord, help us today. Help us each day this week to rely on You to trust in you, to find rest in you. And we pray all of this in Jesus' name. Amen.